So guys, listen, this is really good, you know, because we're talking about this guy this morning and his name. Let's see if you can remember what his name is. What is it now together, all together? Samuel. Samuel. Now last week, last week we heard about Hannah. Hannah who, she couldn't have any children, and God answered her prayer, and then she had a baby boy, and she named him Samuel, and she said, Lord, if you give me a son, I will lend him to you. I'll give him back to you to be used in the tabernacle, to be used in service to you. So Samuel was born, and as he was growing up, you know, she couldn't take him when, she was a, when he was just like a little tiny baby, because Eli really wouldn't be able to do that. And so, so Samuel had to grow until the point to where his mom, Anna, could take him down to, um, uh, to, the, to, the, to the tabernacle. There's little Samuel here. Here's Eli. Remember, Eli wasn't a good guy, was he? He wasn't doing what he was supposed to, and his sons were bad. But, but Hannah brought little Samuel down when he was old enough, and every year she came down, she would make him new clothes. So he would wear like a linen, a linen um, kind of outfit, and he would have that as he helped to serve, and he would help out in the tabernacle. Well, during that time in Israel, this was really sad because uh, see if you can re-read re this one. Yeah. There was no widespread revelation. What that means is, is this. They had the law of God that was given to them through Moses. But that constant encouragement that they needed, so the word of God wasn't coming. There was no real prophet who was speaking. There was no word of God that was being proclaimed as it should be. Because when God's word is proclaimed, boys and girls, when God speaks from heaven to us, his word, his word um, um, uh, it gathers us together. It gathers the people of God so they know what direction they're supposed to go. It, it empowers them. It helps them, encourages them. It strengthens them. And it also brings correction in case they're going off, off track, that that word can come. Say, no, don't go that way. That's dangerous. No, don't go that way. That's in disobedience to God. And, that, and you need to come into line and you need to follow him. And this is what happens. But there was nothing that was really coming out. It wasn't being proclaimed. Could you imagine that, boys and girls? That there was a time in, in the land of Israel, in God's land with God's people, that they weren't hearing from God. It was silent. Silence isn't fun. In fact, it's not very happy either. don't know what to do when it gets silent. Hannah brings down Samuel and he's staying with Eli. And something extraordinary happens. 
something wonderful happens. See, Samuel didn't know the Lord yet. Although he was serving, he was helping, he didn't know the Lord yet. And some of you might be here and you're like, you maybe do the flag sometimes or maybe you're in, in kid's zone or maybe you're helping out or you're sitting there with your parents. Now some of you know Jesus, I know you do. Some of you may not yet. But God isn't excluding you. He's not pushing you aside. The reason you're here is so you can know him and you can hear from him. But something wonderful happens. The Lord called Samuel. So Samuel goes to bed that night. Eli's put him in bed. How old he is, we're not told exactly, but he's old enough to understand. And Eli puts him in bed, and I don't know what happens in your house when you have to go to sleep. How many of you ever, when you go to sleep, get up for um, a drink? And then after, maybe you get up and go to the bathroom. And then you get up and go downstairs. He says, I'm scared. A couple of you do, yep. I know you do. I know it. I've heard it. And, 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 and we do this, and, and we don't always like to stay in bed, do we? And we like to like, well, maybe I want my phone, or I want this, I want that. And, and well, this time, he said, see, so, so, so Samuel, he goes to bed, and then he hears Samuel... So Samuel, little Samuel, he gets up and he goes to Eli. And he said, Eli, what do you want? You called me. And uh, Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Your parents ever tell you that? Do you think, oh, I heard something? And you go downstairs or maybe you go into their room. Did you say something? And say, no, go back to bed. What do your parents think you're doing? Just trying not to sleep, isn't it? I don't want to go to bed yet. And he goes back and he sends him back to bed. So, so Samuel, little Samuel, goes back to bed. He doesn't recognize what's happening yet. Doesn't know the Lord's voice yet. And he goes back to bed and then he hears it again. Samuel! So he runs into Eli. Yep, Eli, what do you want? You called me. Eli says, I didn't call you, boy. Go back to bed. He thinks he's being a bit of a stinker. He's like not going to bed like he's supposed to. You guys ever do that? Sometimes. And then it happens again, Samuel. He runs it, Eli. Now Eli catches on. Eli, he's like, well, he should have known, but like, oh, Samuel, listen. I know who's calling you. It's not me, it's the Lord. So next time, next time you hear him call you, I want you to respond with this phrase. Remember this phrase, boys and girls, please. Careful, guys.
Lord, speak Oops, sorry, oops, got that wrong. There we go. Your servant Can you read that? Let's try to get let's try it together. Lord speak for your servant hears. That's very important, please. Some of you I know, you've already told me, I've heard from you, from your parents, God is giving you dreams and visions. God is speaking to you sometimes in the night. Sometimes you're in the midst of doing things and you'll hear him. And the best thing you can do is you're acknowledging it to him, saying, Lord, I'm hearing you. What's the next step? Okay, I'm telling you, this is the way it works. It doesn't matter how small you are, how old you are. Lord, I'm hearing you. This is what I hear you saying to me. This is what you've shown to me. Lord, what's the next step? I'm hearing. Acknowledge that to him. When God ever spoke to Jeremiah, he asked Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah said, I see this, Lord. And he tells the Lord. This happens again and again throughout the Bible. But I want to say is that Samuel's still small. Samuel's still young. He's learning the voice of God. And boys and girls, I'm telling you, you can hear the voice of God even before you come to faith. Some of you are like, it's new. I didn't realize God was so real. He's real, more real than everything. You can hear him and he'll speak to you and he'll show you and he'll help you to trust in him. And so what happens this time is that Eli sends Samuel back to bed and Samuel's there. All of a sudden, not only does God speak to Samuel, but the Bible says that God appeared to Samuel. What would you do if God showed up in your house? What would you do if you were in, huh? Bow? That might be a good idea. You, you might, yes. Would you, you think, why would you hide from him? Would you scream? You think so? You might, I don't know. You'd hide in my ear? You might fit. How many of you guys would be amazed if God showed up in your house? How many would like it really a whole lot if God come and spoke to you in your house? Only a couple of you? I'm going to keep my eye on the three of you then. How many of you guys, how many guys have ever had dreams that God has shown you things? You raise your hand. Can you? No? A few of you have. Some of you I know you have, but you don't want to raise your hand. I don't know why. But what happens here is so he shows up in, in, in Samuel's room and he says, Samuel, Samuel. And then God begins to speak to him because here it is. Samuel says, Lord, speak for your servant hears. And God begins to tell Samuel some very important things. You know what he says to him? Yes, I already know. You already know because you must have read it or mom and dad read it to you? 
Superbook, oh, that's great. But what happens is, listen, now, he's just a boy, and God speaks to him of, this is what happens. God speaks to him of judgment. He actually says to him about about Eli's house that God's going to completely wipe about. That he, well, meaning that the sons are going to die, both of them in one day, because of the things they were doing against God. And he says to them that what's going to happen is that with, with all that God is going to do, that Eli won't be left with a, with a person, an older man, who will be able to work in God's service anymore, forever. That's a heavy thing to say, isn't it? That's not easy to say. But you know what, little Samuel? He was faithful with what God said to him. He wasn't afraid. Well, I can't say he wasn't completely afraid because Eli had to say, listen, whatever God has said to you, you need to tell me. And he did. And Eli says, well, whatever God wants to do, which is a strange response. I could think he'd want to probably fall on his face and just say, God, please have mercy on me and my house. But he didn't. That's a weird idea for a dad. Where dads don't care what happens to their sons or their daughters. That's weird. But what happens is, is that Samuel speaks it out. This is what God showed him. This is what God said to him. And you know, God fulfilled it which was amazing because God showed him little one. But God revealed himself to Samuel through the word of the Lord. And he can speak to you and show you. In the midst of sometimes when we're singing and worship, maybe you're in kid zone, and maybe something that is sung, all of a sudden it catches your attention like, hmm. And it's almost as if God is speaking it to you. I'm telling you, he is. He wants to reveal himself to you. So you can know him, the only true God. And Jesus Christ whom he has sent. There's life in him. By the way, this happens for both, for both young and old. <laughs> it's not just for the kids, it's for everybody. It doesn't matter what background we come from. And you know what God does is he establishes little Samuel as one of these. knows what that word is can you say that together a prophet and see in in the in in the old testament there were lots of prophets that god would send that to speak the word of the lord to the people they had the law they had the written part of it but they needed that that encouragement they needed the power of god they needed to know that god was gathering them together to lead them forward how many of you guys realize that there's still prophets today there are God-given prophets. 
Let's just say this. There are false prophets. If someone denies that Jesus is God or that he's the son of God, they're a false prophet. You know who is a false prophet that often you're told in school? Muhammad. He's a false prophet. He's a liar and he's a deceiver. Okay, I'm telling you flat out. If someone denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, it's a false prophet. doesn't matter what your teachers say. doesn't matter what other people say. Well, I believe this. So what? A prophet of God will always speak and point people to Jesus. Always. And they'll bring the word of the Lord. And, and this is important because some of you might be raised up as prophets. We have prophets in the house here. Ms. Mena, as she came today, she's part of that group that God's raising up to help us to hear, to be hearing from God. And she's listening in the midst of the worship, and she's saying, God is saying to us today that this is prophecy, that God is saying to us today that we don't want to just be spectators. He wants us to be partakers, to encourage us to draw near to God. That's what she said. And for those who listen and have ears to hear, they'll take that on board and they'll do what she's suggesting, what, no, what God is saying, the Spirit of God is saying through her. Grace is another. We have other people here that God is giving visions and dreams. Some of those are direct words. Some of them are encouragement. Some of them are corrections. We have God's written word and that's the final authority. That's, that's the big one. It's God's word. But when someone's a prophet, they, they speak. They speak God's words, not their own imagination. That's weird. If you have an imagination, nothing wrong with your imagination, but we don't say that's God. <laughs> we shouldn't speak like that. And some people, boys and girls, sometimes you'll have people say, oh, God said this, God told me this, God told me this. So oftentimes it's just their imagination. You have to weigh it. But God has plans for each one of you, and he wants to speak to you to lead you into what he has. And you know what God did for Samuel? God established him in Israel as a prophet. And all Israel was, was once they heard the word of the Lord through, through Samuel. Now, boys and girls, this might go a bit deep, but I'll leave it with you anyway. Is that Samuel was, he was a ruler, he was a judge. He worked as a priest in the temple, or not in the temple, in the tabernacle. And he was a prophet. He's like a prophet, a priest, and a king. <laughs> That's amazing. And you know something? Nothing bad was ever said about Samuel. He grows up and he lives a life that's pleasing to God. Because sometimes people do wrong things even though they might follow God. They don't always get it right. But Samuel, nothing bad was said about him. And you know, that reminds me of, you know who? Jesus. The Bible says he is the word of God become flesh. He's God, and you want to know what God's like, what God has to say, what God is. We, we can look at Jesus, and he speaks as the prophet, the highest one ever, but he's more than that. He's our priest, our great high priest, 
And he works in the temple as it were in heaven, not the one on earth. And he's the king, he rules over everything. All authority is in heaven and on earth is given to me, he said. And this is the wonderful thing because Jesus, when he came, the Bible says that the Father sent the Son to be our Savior. Because the problem that each one of us is that when we're, when we're doing our own thing and we're not listening to God, the Bible calls that sin. And we've all done it. Boys, girls, you, me, everybody has sinned. God says there isn't anybody. Yes, I know you have. I've talked to your parents already. But see, the good news is, the good news is that even though we have, he hasn't stopped loving you. Jesus hasn't stopped and said, well, I don't want anything to do with him. But he was willing to lay down his life. He gave himself for you. The Bible says that when he went to the cross, that he took our sin, all of it, to take it away, to bring us back to God, to redeem us, to buy us, so we get to be owned by him, and we belong to him. He says, never will I leave you. No one can take you out of my hand. He said, no one comes to the Father except through me. And so the Father raised Jesus from the dead. The first day of the week, after, after Jesus was crucified, they buried him and they put the stone. Remember, they rolled the stone in front of the tomb. They put him in there. But on the first day of the week, they came down and Jesus has risen from the dead. We have a Savior, a high priest, a king that lives forever. Death can't touch him. And if you're hidden in him, he's got you. Well, death isn't your boss either. And you have life everlasting. I wonder, are you listening for God? You asked him, Jesus, I want to know you. You speak to me too? Speak to me like Samuel maybe. But God knows how to make himself known to you. But ask him. Let's just pray. Let's pray. Maybe this will be your prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to know you. You speak to me. Change my heart. I want to listen to you and follow you. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you rose from the dead. I trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, bless each every one of these little ones and their parents and their families and those who care for them. Lord, would you show up in our homes? <laughs> Unexpectedly, Lord, that you would just come and speak your peace, speak your truth, speak your freedom. Lord, that words in our homes would be right and good Quarreling will cease in Jesus' name. Lord, addictions will be broken in the home. Lord, it will be a place of peace. Thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well done, guys. Well done.